Previously on Polyamory. For your first job, I require you to go out. There's a new dungeon lord sitting up on the edge of town, and I think we should perhaps relieve them of some of their funds. I suggest you make 3,000 gold in orders, and I'll give you 1%. There's a catalogue. We'll call this your first little test. Now, the person you need to see calls himself Trash Boy, <laughs> with an eye. Where does the eye go in <laughs> Trash Boy? At the end, apparently. And off we go! Painted in large garish letters, Trash Boy's Dungeon of Wonder. Trash Boy with an eye. Hey! hey, hey Trash Boy! In it! The kind of goblins that might call themselves trash, ironically. I get out two fidget spinners, spin them <laughs> in both my hands, and do a dab. Do a dab with fidget spinners in my hand. I do a, I do a fidget spinner dab. I think we're going to make a lot of fucking money right now. You meet this very bouncy, fluffy green-haired half-goblin who is skinny and beautiful. All around the walls are a series of pictures of Trash Boy. On one wall is a large black disc of highly polished stone. Tell me things. I need to see traps. Uh, I've I've just set up this new dungeon and and I really need some stuff. I have a range that I think is going to be the range for you. Squirty-tronics. I do love a squirter. Are you ready for more squirting things? Because we've got so many types oh, of squirt, yeah, squirt for you. Alone. Come on. Bile ducts! That sounds gross. Your nips are going to be so fucking hard. Are you okay for a down payment of 3,000 gold? Um, that should be perfectly fine. Brilmara is quite worried about the fact that an agreement has been made to take only 3,000 gold. We well, were told to get all payment up front. Oh, shit. Not everyone looks happy in this. I'm not sure I can put this up on Instagram. I'm sorry that I'm I'm not doing well in the picture. I'm going to be open and honest with you. My colleague has made a mistake. First day on the job. <laughs> going to oh, be, be honest with you. B-O-Y is not B-O-Y. It's got an eye at the end. I'll even throw in a signed picture of me. Another canvas drops out. This is perfect. Oh, it's so beautiful. I'm so glad I got this four megapixie camera. You are set upon by a couple of quite aggressive looking kobolds. They see that you have quite a large amount of money and that they do not. I wouldn't do what I think you're going to do if I were you. One of the kobolds runs off. The other one likes the money more than their lives, I think. So the boy is next. And the kobold uh, (laughs) is a bloody mess. Just confetti of kobold. You head into the polyarmory and are greeted by Vendirac. That seems like quite a lot of gold you've got there. I take it things went well with Trash Boy, with an eye. 4950 gold? That's pretty good for your first sale. I'm very impressed. 49 gold and, and, um, and 5 silver. I you will are that considerably down. richer than you have been for some time. You will eat on this night. Do you have lodgings locally? We've not been able to sort lodgings out yet. There's a little flat above the shop, if the three of you think you'll be alright up there. What's your deal? You two together and your friend... Uh, three of us are together, actually. That's thematically appropriate to the shop, I suppose. We're a chain store, there's loads of us around. We're in Armoury, there's more than a couple of us. I suppose I may see you at Gamley's later? Oh, definitely. I myself am going off for one of those fine fried rats. I turn around to Bromara and Thrall. I just give them both, like, a big, lifty-up, squeezy hug. Oh, we did it! We got a job! You see a group Mm -hmm. of five kobolds. 
That's them. They had loads of money earlier. I've seen it. We had money for work. We've given it to our boss already. You're a little late. I swung the whip at them and used the momentum to shove them into a wall of the alley. The second kobold staggers back somewhat and is looking a bit disheartened, especially since his colleague is now out cold. He drops a small black object in his hand, sort of vaguely rectangular thing. Oh, fuck off, you kobold. You're never going to beat us. We are badasses. Woo! Cobold, more like cob-old, cause you're old news, fuck you. Clutching its head and turns and runs away. You have one unconscious cobold, a small black rectangular object, and the path before you to Daru's fried rat. Let's keep heading to the fried rat shop. Yes, let's go get some fucking fried rat. <laughs> Just gonna step over the body. Well, he's going to wake up at some point. Hello, welcome to Darius Fried Rat. There's perhaps a bard somewhere in a back room playing awful Muzak. Possibly on a trombone. Maybe they're wearing a floppy hat. It's awful. Every day is awful. I hate it here. By the way, I'm going to help you out here. You're just going to take some time. As Chris hurries about fetching all, all the various aspects of your meal, you notice that there is a chain attached to his leg. He can only go as far as the fry counter <laughs> and the, the main production bin. And he almost burns himself on, on the fryer while freshly preparing you a nice delicious dessert rat and, and dipping it in sugar. You get a resin figure of a small creature wearing what looks like goggles in a massively oversized orange robe and wizard hat. You get a resin ring painted silver. Do you want to try your ring on? Yes, please. I'm curious what's going to happen. You put the ring on your finger. All of your clothing and armour goes completely black. <gasps> oh, I like this. It's the goth ring. This is your new home. It's cute. Let's get some sleep. Yeah. We all spoon together in a nice trio yeah. spoon. Fighting death in human horse, Thorson tried to kill them all. They escaped the vile moor. Now polyamory store. Polyamory! <laughs> That's fucking amazing. <laughs> Hello, good evening, and welcome to Stone Monkey Radio's roleplay show, Polyamory. I am Jane, mistress of this dungeon. And joining me today, to be spanked until they scream the safe word, which today is aubergine, are Laura Kate Day. I'm here in the same room. Ooh. <laughs> to be spanked in person. <gasps> <laughs> and joining us is George Johnson. I'm here, and I'm queer, and I ain't got need to say aubergine today. I, I believe in you, but the safe word is there for everyone. <laughs> of course. Let me... Let's never shame anyone for saying the safe word. It's important safety advice. So, what have we been up to since our, our last gathering? I've, I've, I've been working and doing secret things I can't talk about yet. Oh, goodness. Secret, mysterious things that will hopefully see the light of day sooner than later. <gasps> goodness. Well, this is a, a mighty mystery. In fact, by the time this is up, we, we may have actual answers. And I'm sure no one on this podcast uh, knows these secrets yet because they are secret. Of course. I, I, of I definitely course haven't told either of you what the secret is that's going on this this week. What secret, Laura? The secret one that we can't talk about yet that's consumed my whole week. I don't know I'm what you're talking me. about, Laura. <laughs> I, so yeah, a secret consumed my week. That, that That's my week. Have you been up to George? Um, I've been posting loads of gay shit on Indie Haven. I, I've, been, gay shit. 
I've been posting some gay shit recently. I posted a that's thing good. about how I tried to marry 20 billion wives. I mean, okay, that's a little bit gayer than the gay shit I've been posting. I will admit, you've trumped me in in the gayness factor. You didn't do 20 billion gay marriages. I didn't do 20 billion gay marriages, but what I did do was um, a, 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 a licking of uh, literal guns that uh, replaced people's wangs in uh, Robert Yang's The Tea Room. Oh, you licked them in the video game. You didn't lick actual, you know, guns in reality. This is a disappointment. I mean, like, I didn't do that this week. <laughs> you weren't giving the gun show and then maybe just licking your own arms. I mean, I could do that now. Like, <laughs> no one would know if, if I actually did, but... You would know, and that's the important I would. thing. Exactly. Brief moment of five seconds. Hang on. Did I do it? Did I not? <laughs> Who knows? Anything could have happened in that fight. Can't seconds. wait for the head cannons to roll in. Exactly, and who knows what sound effects I put over the top of that. <laughs> oh god! I'm picturing like a comedy spring sound effect, boy, like boy, a boy, 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 boy. <laughs> Unfortunately, like I'm a not cartoon that fl- duck quacking. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm not that flexible. Um... <laughs> I say, well, oh. um, um, uh-huh. Mm. Well, I was going to say we where we left our, our, our people, but we should all know that because we remember that we were spooning, I seem to remember. You were all oh, spooning yes. in bed together. That, that oh, always seems now. like a good way to end any adventure is everyone spooning in bed. We rejoin our adventurers an hour before opening time in Mordtown. Oh, morning, everyone. It was a very convincing yawn. Definitely not a real one. It was a good faked one for the show. Oh, how how oh, how are you all doing this morning? I'm authentic. I did a real yawn. Um, oh, does anyone want to fancy fried right in bed? Fried right in bed sounds great. I want to open that red thing though. Oh okay. Um, I want to open the red thing. Yeah, let's, let's open it. We didn't do that last night. I don't want to do the thing. Oh, wait, no, no, hang on a sec. Didn't Chris, Chris, was it Chris? Hello. Gary's fried rat. Yeah. Um. Didn't he say something about not opening them indoors? He said, don't open them in the shop. Uh, in in Darry's. Which makes me feel a little bit sceptical about opening this thing. I think we open a... it in bed. I think this is a fun, exciting um, way to start the morning with a... I, I was going to say we're going to start the morning with a bang, but starting with a bang might, not be, uh, might be a bit too literal for my taste. We're not... No, right? Look, here's the deal. We're not going to open this in bed. Because... I'm opening it in bed. Put no. it in my inventory so I can no. open it in bed. No, I'm not going to. No. Are you just going to keep away with the Look, capsule? we're not going to open this in bed because if it comes out and there's like a big fucking explosion or something and it blows up the shop, I'm not going to be very happy and neither is our new employer. Fine. And you saw the hands. I you saw on, the hands. I, I throw a blanket around myself like a dress and grab the... Uh, I attempt to grab the red capsule from you. Um, wow! No, okay, are we well, really doing um, that's this? A strength contest. A strength contest. Oh, for right. fuck's sake! <laughs> wow! Uh, are we re- are we really <laughs> having our our first our first lovers' yeah, tip over a red fucking capsule? Yes, we yes we are. We're having. Oh, a... okay. 
Oh. Fine. Okay, so 15. Oh. 14. I just wrestle it away from you and run downstairs in my blanket duvet to run out the front door and open the red capsule. Wait, look, if you were going to go outside anyway, I would have joined you. <laughs> yeah, I just, I wanted to be the one to do it. As you get out onto the street, some of the kobolds from just across the road just wolf whistle at you. All right, darling, nice I, dress. I, I wolf whistle back. Help, morning, kobolds. How are you doing? I'm going to open a dangerous red capsule. And I open the, the capsule. Um, I At this point, I'm probably just getting to the bottom of the stairs. <sighs> it's the, it's the more, I don't run in... The morning, what? Okay, right. What, what, did, what did you, how did you clothe yourself, George? Or did you? I'm probably just in my underwear. Like, I don't, I don't have any shame. Again, kobolds are whistling at you. I pulled the finger at them. Given that you've been offing some of them or, or intimidating others, leave it, Dave, just leave it. I blow them kisses and say, hmm. uh, it's alright, I still love you, darlings, and I blow them a kiss as they leave. So, for a 15, inside the capsule you find a single-use spell of Spare the Dying. You touch a living creature that has zero hit points, the creature becomes stable. The spell effect has no effect on undeads or constructs. I could totally have opened this in bed. You could have done, but it it could have been any number of other things. Yes, but all of the excitement was the fact that they could be dangerous, and as such I wanted to open it in bed. Oh, is it going to be a spell, or is it going to be our literal deceasement? I don't even know if that's a word! If I'm going to have literal deceitment, I would like that to happen as a result of I opened a cool capsule in bed. Okay, fair enough. Look, right, we've still got an hour before opening time. Do you want to, like, lie in for a bit? Uh, you know, you know my, my whole excitement about lying around in bed was that, you know, there might be some inf- excitement around this whole opening a red capsule, but, you know, I guess cuddling in bed's fine. Yeah, you head up to bed, I'll go get some chicken, and there might be some excitement when I get back. I don't know whether you're suggesting sex or eating the chicken in bed. Both of these are okay. The answer to that question is yes. Why not both? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right, I'll be right back. Wait, hang on a second. I run up the stairs and put, like, basic clothing on um, <laughs> before I go into Darry's Fried Rat. <laughs> You're not going to go into Gary's Fried Rat in your underwear? No? No. I don't know them that well yet. Are you sure? Oh, fuck it. I go to Darry's Fried Rat in my <laughs> underwear. So you head across the street to Darry's and... You enter in only your underwear. Can I just say, this is a confident power move. I've never been so confident as to walk into any business establishment in just my underwear. I'm I'm proud of you. I walk around my own business establishment in my underwear. It's fine. The security golem eyes you dubiously, but since you don't seem to be breaking anything or causing any damage, they don't seem bothered. Welcome to the Underdark, where there are no rules and the points don't matter. Yeah, are there any technical rules in the Underdark that forbid you from walking around in businesses in just your underwear? No, this is why writing an evil campaign is quite difficult, because the actual moral compass of everyone down here, when there are no laws to break, uh, becomes quite uh, a complicated one. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay, anyway, I give, I give a I give a casual, off-handed salute to the, um, like, as a sort of greeting, like a, a cheeky little greeting to the, the golem, and I walk up to the counter. Hello, welcome to Darius Fried Rat. I place both my hands out um, a hip's width apart on the counter and lean over a bit. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, don't forget I need a wisdom saving throw from you. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> okay, I will, I will allow that. So I lean over, give Chris a smile that he can look at, and just the smile he can look at. <laughs> Is, is that what you typically do with smiles? Just, he, here, here is a smile, I gift it to you. You may look at it. I'm not saying it. that. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be seductively suggestive. <laughs> Chris wistfully wonders when the last time it, such a, an expression graced his own face. Or if ever yeah, it has happened in his life. Oh no, not Chris. <laughs> How can I help you today? Can I get six pieces of original recipe wrap? And um, three regular fries, please. Six pieces of original recipe rat and three fries. Okay, I dig my hand into my bra and pull out the money. Always keep your valuables close to you. Uh, Seven silver and and eight copper, please. Okay, I pass over. So a gold piece, which will give me... He hands you the correct change. There you go. Sorry, you might have to wait a little while. We're running low on fries. I have to make you some fresh ones. That's all right, thank you. I just take a seat. Ask about the underwear thing. <laughs> what? No, no. This was this was to uh, our, this was me out of character whispering to our uh, shopkeeper that may, maybe it's worth noting that you're serving someone who's just in their underwear. Welcome to Mordtown. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that's a fair point. And, and I, I, I'm pretty sure Chris has had staff sensitivity training that you don't just ask people why they're in their underwear. It's the place that has no rules, but there is staff sensitivity training not to ask why someone's in just their underwear. Well, there's Paris not any rules. Very complex there's, part of the <laughs> there's not there's not a, there's not any rules for people who aren't apparently lifelong slaves. Exactly. You hear the familiar jingling of Chris's chains as he hurries about fetching your meal. <laughs> Would you like this to eat in your takeaway, madam? Uh, takeaway, please. He bags up your, your meal and hands it to you. Thank you for your custom. Please come again. Thank you. I walk out the shop towards the polyarmory, stretching my back because I've still not completely woken up and having like a good old couple of yawns. Rubbing my eyes. Some of the local cobbles are sort of sniggering at you behind their hand. I don't give a fuck. Blow them kisses. I think they like it. Are are any of them feeling bold enough to give me eye contact? (laughs) Not really, no. I think they're all a little bit nervous of you ask for everything else. They will will give you shit from a distance, but I don't think they'll be getting too close any time soon. If any of them does catch a glance of eye contact with me, I just give them a wink. They look slightly nervous. (laughs) Good. Um, I I go back up to the bedroom. Someone ordered chicken. Rat. Um, Sorry, I fell back asleep in the bed. That's okay. Mm. I sort of, um, I sort of jump back into bed. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna open my mouth and you just put the food in there. Thank you. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Are you giggling because I'm in bed with my eyes closed, opening my mouth and allowing something to be put in it? Uh, yeah, I. Um... Okay, yeah. At least I saw where the joke was. You know, it didn't yeah. go over my head. <laughs> um, I sort of like climbing back into bed cheekily, like, oh, I'm, oh no, I'm sorry, and like clamber over Bromara. Whilst she's got her eyes closed so she doesn't see, like, a giant flopping half-orc coming. <laughs> Is that the oh, end God. of that sentence? Um, that, I, I mean, that's meant how I meant to end the sentence, but it's not how, how I meant to... She's become rather flustered. It's not the emphasis you had intended. It's not the... E- I didn't... That's not how I meant to emphasise the sentence. There we go. Um, <laughs> I sit next to... I sit next to Bill Morrow on the bed. Where's, um... Where's Thrall? 
I think he's just curled up, like, sort of wrapped around me a little bit. Just, you know, snuggle, snuggled up, curled up. Aww. Oh, no, I, um, so cute. I, I give I give Thrall a little, like, head scratch to try and, like, wake him up in a, in a relatively pleasant way. And he does a sort of a, a nuzzle into you. Oh, okay. Well, I guess I'm, um, I guess I'm f- feet putting fried rat directly into my partner's mouth. I just sort of, like, don't even over my eyes. I just start chewing i'm just like oh thank you also coffee would be good thank you and very sleepily eat thrall <laughs> checks the bag to see if there are any capsules in there for opening and and Ooh. and isn't totally disappointed that there aren't any just you know mildly like oh just like just may- maybe this was a thing that happened but it was not no. Thinking about it, we should have, should have, you know, woken Thrall up so Thrall could open the capsule this morning. Oh well, Thrall was asleep, it's fine. So, you have maybe a uh, half an hour before the shop opens. Is there anything you want to do before you have to start your day's work? Are we, uh, in terms of times of day, is is there going to be somewhere open already that I can rush to and go buy spell components before our day starts? Are you saying you want to head to the shop? I'm saying I want to head to the shop if it's open, because our shop's not open. You I... won't know until you get down there. I'm going to go to the shop and find out if it's open. Are you all going to the shop? I don't know. I, I don't think we should all go to the shop in case we get back late and we, you know, miss the opening of the shop. But I I, I would like to go to the shop if that's okay. Valerie, are you, are you staying behind? Have we got, like, a cool box in here? No. Or, like, the fantasy equivalent of the fridge? There is no fantasy fridge. <laughs> you can maybe oh, okay. have, like, a bucket of salt you put something in to preserve it. Mm-hmm. Is that how uh, they used to preserve things? Salt? Or, or bury it underground, but since you are already underground... That's fine, you can yeah. just leave it out then, because it'll be underground, it'll be fine. you could put it in a skin in a flowing river, that would, like, keep it cool for a while. Is there a, is there a cupboard for, like, stuff... No, like a food cupboard there, or something. There is a there is a, t- a table with a sort of a wash basin on it. There is a, a sort of a pallet bed, and that's about it. What are you after from the shop? I was I was I was going to be checking if there was like any like milk left over or something, but you know, <laughs> apparently there's nothing. There is no, 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 no milk. milk che- there is no <laughs> milk in the non-existent fantasy fridge. Exactly. Yeah. Um. We need to work on that. I wonder if there's a furniture shop in Moretown. Okay. How's about this? When I go to get spell components, I'll ask them about fantasy milk. You don't need to ask them for fantasy milk. You, you just need to ask them for milk. Milk <laughs> milk doesn't not exist in Dungeons and Dragons. I don't know if it exists in the Underdark. I don't know. Yeah, I don't imagine there's many cows in the Underdark because... What are you going to feed them? Exactly. It's true. Fine, I'll go ask them if by any chance they have milk or a milk-like substance. Look, no, look. I I start throwing some clothes on. I'll go with you, see if there's anything I fancy, see if we can get, like... late back to work. What? What if we're late back to work? We've only got half an hour to do the shopping trip. I know, but it's a relatively small town. Okay, fine, let's go, go, go. So you head a few doors down to what you believe to be a sort of general store that uh, pronounces itself as Bumbles. Oh, that's adorable. From outside, you hear a sound like somebody trying to learn a wind instrument. You hear a sort of uh, three or four notes in a sort of tootling tune. Not quite as as rough and ready as, say, a, a recorder. More wind instrumenty, but but still a little bit shrill in places. Especially when mm. there is a, a discordant note. And as you approach the, and, and, and open the door, or that you could be seen from the inside, the music immediately stops and you enter the shop. You see a small ginger 
goblin. She seems to be sort of hiding something under the counter. The shop is sort of rough wooden floors, some some sawdust on the floor, and a few items here and there, bits of rope, various sort of bags, some sort of hammers and a big barrel of nails. Sort of general, general shoppy type items. Okay. I'm going to help you. Uh, sorry, hope we didn't uh, disturb you. Notice you turning the music off. Sorry, we hope we didn't like come in early before you open or something. I don't uh-huh. know what you're talking about. Okay, sorry, nothing happened and everything's good. Um, spell components and spell component pouches. You got any of those in, possibly, that I, I, I could have a look at? Aye, what sort of size are you looking for? How many spells? Uh, yeah, you know, I know, you know... Four, four to six spells currently, you know. But how many do you want to cast before you have to buy a new one? Oh, I, I, d- like I don't know. What, what... one will probably do you for about 10, 15 spells. That, that'll do for now, I reckon. Okay. Medium spell pouch, 25 gold? Yep, sounds good. Have we got 25 gold? Uh, we do, yeah. I give you 25 gold, kiss on the cheek. Oh. And I, I hand over the 25 gold going... Pleasure doing business with you. I'm going to do so much murder with this, thank you. Just don't mess up my shop. I just want to get out of here. That's alright. Yeah, I'll I'll make sure to do the murders outside of your shop. Not too close outside my shop, please. I'll uh mm. I'll make sure it's outside the uh, splat zone. As long as I don't have to clean anything up, thanks. I uh I walk up to the shop counter. Have you got any juice? We don't sell perishables here. Fair enough. Okay. We don't do food. Um, there's a Daru's across the road. They might have something. Okay, thank you. I'm I'm very sorry that we couldn't find you juice. Is 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 it was was juice important? No, I just really fancy some juice. Oh. Like, that's what. <laughs> do you need a break? <laughs> we can we can arrange to get you some actual IRL juice. It's fine. You know what? What we'll do next time we find a nice enemy that we can kill, we'll uh, we'll we'll take a part of them and we'll make we'll make our own juice. That'll be great. Um, you could juice a hand. Are you going to use the boy as a blender? <laughs> Not necessarily. <laughs> as you are approaching the polyarmory, you see Vendirak approaching in the opposite direction. She gives you a little wave and is pleased to check her watch and see that you do appear to be heading in the direction of the polyarmory to open up on time. Hooray, we're not late for work. This is a good way to start a new job. Morning. Hello. Alright, ready uh, for another day? Yeah, yeah, I'm tired but I'm sure as soon as we get to work I'll wake up. Hope you're not too tired, I need you to do quite a lot of work today. That's fine, the work is what will wake me up. What, what, what have you got for us this morning? Open the shop then. Oh, in, okay, in. I open the shop. <laughs> so you head into the polyarmory. Vendi heads behind the counter and gets out quite a, a large book, checks through a few things just to make sure everything is in, in order, gets out a pen and writes down something within the book, slams it shut and heads out back to the stockroom. You hear some moving and and possibly things being dragged slightly and and a a grinding noise and the sound of something quite heavy and metal being opened. She comes back in with a very large bag of gold. (gasps) You would estimate, just looking at it, being around 6,000 gold. Hello. You're not going to take any. Not until we earn it. Exactly. Absolutely right. So, there is a rumour that the Nulls have got Modritar. So, we have arranged that you are going to go and check the item and pick it up. Sorry, what is this they've got? Uh, do you want to 
Roll me a history check. Yeah. Right. Nine. Uh, George, do you want to throw him for that? Yeah, might as well. And uh, someone want to roll for the boy? You'll need his character sheet up. Although eighteen is pretty good. Let's, let's see <laughs> what the let's see what the boy knows. Fourteen. Okay. So those are good numbers. Laura, you have never heard of Modrita. Um, you're, you're right. I've never heard of Modrita. Valerie, you strangely have heard of this before. In fact, you, you know, a long time ago, Groibon was just a horrible, nasty place. And it was <laughs> everyone was a bit nihilistic. Very, everyone was very much out for themselves. If it didn't directly affect them, they did not care. It was very difficult when anything majorly bad happened for anyone to do anything about it because no one cared about their fellow creatures of the Underdark. Mm. And as such, it was very difficult to get anything done. So it was strange then when this famous orc known as Ban rose up, gathered uh, together a load of the uh, local businesses and formed an alliance to take down this large group of trolls that was absolutely destroying the local town. And mm. Modratar was this person's weapon, and it oh. is a, a, a warhammer. So, can I just say, the mm. way you were describing uh, what this person did, for some reason the phrase workers' union was coming through my head when you described them. <laughs> um, I, I don't think... Like... That's because of my influences. <laughs> yeah, you, you've ruined my brain in that I hear you talk about like you know getting a group of of people to work together and for some reason i just hear the phrase workers union they certainly worked together enough that things actually got done for once and <laughs> a, a, a vague sense of government <laughs> first started to appear in groibon well, which one. had previously been just a wretched hole so are you gonna i assume you tell me that this thing is like it's an important warhammer basically yes <laughs> Okay. You fill me in on at least that huh. much. It's an important Warhammer. That that's a way of describing it. That's that's if 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 that's actually what it what what they're saying it is. That's uh, that's quite something, isn't it? That is what they're saying it is. But who can be sure? Anyway, as you may remember, years and years ago, Groibon used to be an horrible shithole. Now it's just a shithole. <laughs> anyway. It's this hammer I need you to get hold of, if you don't mind. I suggest you head over yeah. and see the knolls on the warehouse, their warehouse on the edge of town. I'll uh, take your map and give you directions. I'm sure you can find your way over there. You will need to take this gold with you and make sure you don't lose it or the item once you have exchanged it for this 6,000 in gold. So, in an ideal Noted. world, do you want us to purchase this item? Should it be legitimate or do you... Would you prefer we just take this item if there is a way to do so? If you think you can get away with it without causing repercussions to the poly army which you represent, then I think it doesn't really matter as long as you go away with money and come back with the hammer. I, I, I think we can, we can make this work. Very well. I need you to make sure it's the real hammer. The real hammer has been imprinted by uh, one of our proper warlocks up at head office who make sure that you do have the correct items and she hands you a small green stone about five inches long it's a sort of like a, a pear shape and um it's it's a hash it's a hash stone a hash stone it's a hash stone basically just touch it against the item or hold it near the item it will vibrate and glow so that you know you've got the real thing Right, okay, it'll vibrate and glow if we've got the real thing. Right, 
I I I think we I think we're ready for this. I think we can go out and and do this. Uh, out of character. What was the name of the hammer again? Mod Ritar. Mod Ritar. Really mint hammer. Let's uh, let's go get ourselves a hammer then. It'll be the best hammer because we went and got it together. Exactly. <laughs> go and get hammered. Right. Um. So you heading straight hey. to the the warehouse? I thought we head straight there. Oh, I suppose so. Okay. Oh, we're gonna go get a hammer, and then we're gonna go get hammered after we got the hammer. Let's 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 get ha- get hammer to get hammered. Yep. You make your way to the warehouse on your map as directed to you by Vendirac. How are you gonna approach this? Are you gonna walk straight up to it, or are you gonna check out the area first? Well, we've got we've got a good straightforward business deal to do. I think we 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 you know go very straightforward with this. Yeah. I think I think the only thing that we would gain by trying to be sneaky about how we go around this is that if we're seen, suspicion. Yeah, we, we risk making ourselves suspicious. We have, we have the money. We have our half of this bargain. You know, we go up front with this. Yeah, sounds good. You know, they don't. They're not the wiser if we have. We're looking for slightly less than legitimate means of obtaining it. But the best way to get in and actually see if it's real is going about it legitimately initially. Yeah, so you approach the warehouse and outside you see two quite large knoll guards. Uh, One is carrying a longbow slung over their shoulder. The other one is holding a very large spear. Morning, folks. We're here from the polyarmory and I believe you've got an appointment to make a uh, a deal inside. You are here to see boss, yes? Yeah, we're here to see the boss. You have appointment, yes? Yes, he knows we're coming. Okay, I'll show you in. And he opens the, the door behind them and, and you head in. Inside the warehouse, you see lots of large stacked boxes and they seem to be very similar to things you've seen in the stockroom at work. There's uh, seems to be some product by uh, Morpin the Angry Warlock. Mm-hmm. Grumpsh in Happier and... Ooh, that's interesting. Is this a rival company selling traps? <gasps> Either that or they're a supplier. I don't get that feeling. <laughs> as you make your way through, as you are led through, you see uh, between two large stacks of boxes there is a, an open area. In the middle of this is a, a chain hanging down from the ceiling with a, a hook on the end, and on the end of this hook appears to be what is almost certainly somebody in a, a burlap sack hung upside down by their ankles. There are some large clubs on the floor near this um, sobbing sack, and there are a couple of gnolls smoking cigarettes near this poor unfortunate person, and you are led past that. Anything you're going to do, or are you going to leave that as something you have seen? I lean over to Bromara. I think it might be best if we go about this one legitimately. I I think we go about it legitimately unless we're given reason not to. Exactly. This is this is very very whispered. This is very yes, whispered. very very whispered. It's <laughs> oh, been our best business game, and uh, hopefully we won't find ourselves in burlap sacks. As you make your way further into the warehouse, you see again through a gap in the large stack boxes down a, a corridor of such. In the distance, there appears to be quite a, a long table with some small figures hunched over it, uh, doing something. And it, it does rather look like they are all in, in, a, in a sort of a chain gang, all, all tied to this table. And you hear a, the sort of familiar womp sound 
of people travelling through portals, but it's it's oh. quite a way away down the warehouse. You proceed further forward, and you come to a large open area with a, a few seats and what appears to be a desk, and in front of you on the desk is a, a large box. It may once have contained fish. There's a, a, a stamp, the shape of a fish, on the uh, on the box. And on top of this is a hammer. <laughs> Quite a fancy-looking hammer. Well, there's the merchant. Have we been introduced to anyone yet, or are we still being no, walked around? The the knoll that was leading you says to the person sitting in the, in the, the seat smoking a, a cigar, We are from polyamory. <laughs> Do you have an appointment with you? Hello. Uh, how you doing? I am very well, thank you. Thank you. So, I get the feeling you like people to be very direct with you. Am I right? I am very direct. I expect everyone else to be very direct. My time is very valuable. Okay, well let's cut straight to the chase. We have money. You have a very valuable warhammer. We have a way of authenticating whether this warhammer is the real deal. We wish to give you money for the warhammer. Seems... Exactly as we need to be. You have all of the money? We have been sent with all of the money by our employer. That's what we're here to do. Have you got the warhammer that we can verify? Yes, hammer is here on table. You present me with the 8,000 gold. We talk about Uh, First of all, we were sent here with 6,000. That's what our boss has sent us with. That's what we've been told this half of the deal is. Second of all, we are not making any kind of negotiation until we've seen that this hammer's real. Roll persuasion? Fourteen. Let's see what happens when this all goes horribly south. No, no, I have spoken to your boss. This, uh, the, f- the freakish half-ogre. Mm. Mm. Well, see, here's, here's the thing. Maybe we can go back and talk about more money, but first of all, our boss is not convinced that you've got the real hammer here. Well, no. Right, look, that's not what she said. She said she wants to make sure that it's the real deal. So let's make sure it's the real deal, go back and talk with her, come back with the correct amount of money, and call it a day, shall we? Very well, you may check. Can, okay. can I just uh, say, pull out the green I stone. love recording oh. this in the same room as, as you, Jane, because you make the vo- the faces of characters in between lines, and it just makes me smile watching you make this like angry Russian face. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm very sorely missing I, I out. I can see the, the face that's going to make right an angry now. Russian voice, and it makes me smile. Oh <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't do it. Have <laughs> I ruined everything? No, it will be fine. It will be fine. You broke up slightly. I said I grabbed, I pulled the green stone out of my pocket and go over to the hammer. You pulled the hash stone out and approached the hammer, and roll perception. Okay. What are we trying to beat? Fifteen. Uh, I rolled 22. That was a natural 20 as well. That was a natural 20, got me up to 22. You see everything. I see through time and space. You see a look of genuine nervousness just hidden away. If you look deep within the Noll's eyes, you see just almost like a reflection of his very thoughts on the inside of his ret. Um, and, and you detect deeply that there is something super dodge going on. Yeah, look, we're get, we're, we're, we're not doing this. Like, he, here's the thing. Everything about this feels sketchy. You've asked us for more money than we were sent with, which already has me thinking that you're not on the up and up. Something about this, this Warhammer, even if we had the money that you're asking, 
I, I, we're going. We're, we're leaving. Sorry, we're you off. Shouldn't have said that. We should have just acted. No, we're going. I, I've touched the stone against the hammer. It appears to be vibrating and glowing, and still you notice in the eyes of the knoll that something. Yes. Yeah. Is... Look, here's my here's my suspicion, and I had this suspicion going in. I wonder if this knoll has used something like thaumaturgy to make the stone shake or light up. Yeah. You know. There, there could be some other way that this reason this stone is reacting. I don't believe this this weapon's real. We're going. I have a bad feeling. I think, unfortunately, uh, can can I do another perception check to specifically look for something that I'm wanting to try and look for? What what are you specifically Basically, I'm for? trying to get a sense of, like, with the thought in mind of, is thaumaturgy or a similar spell being used to affect the stone? I think that'd be Arcana. Arcana. Six. You do not know what is wrong, and you're not even sure that anything is wrong anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm still not confident. I, I want to back us out of this. George, what would you like to do? Okay, so right, here's the, here's the plan of action. Okay. Then we've made our assessment. Let's go back and speak to our boss, and then we may come back very shortly. This is very valuable item. I'm not sure I can keep it for you if you're going to waste my time like this. I've already announced... Oh, fucking this voice right up. <laughs> I am already... How was it? Was it deeper? More it's fine. It's close enough. I'm a professional, damn it. Um, you're wasting my time. Anybody could come and take this item. I've offered it to many people. I, I offered the obviously gave first refusal to polyamory because you are big chain. I know you have the money. Yeah, look. Perhaps <sighs> if we take only what you have, we consider. No, I. I'm I afraid we're rather... going to have to respectively um, take you up on that first refusal. Yeah, I. Our boss would rather we come back empty-handed than come back with something worthless. Don't, Sorry. Don't say that. No, that's what I'm saying. Oh, you insult. We're gonna end up in a fucking burlap sack. <laughs> nah, and I just start to walk away. I walk with her. And Thrall? Thrall sticks with us both. I feel like we're about to enter combat for some reason. Why do I feel like that? Are you heading towards the door? Heading to leave? Yes. Yeah. You're just heading straight out. Heading towards the exit, going to leave. Okay, as you reach the door, roll initiative. <laughs> oh, what a surprise. <laughs> 15. And can someone roll for the boy, please? I will pull up the sheet. The boy gets 17. Okay, so the boy is going first. The two gnolls that were guarding the door outside are blocking your exit. I don't think the boss would like you to leave with all of that gold. Perhaps you live here. We look after until you come back. I think... Oh no, it's not my turn in initiative. I was going to be like, I think, and then just like cast a spell mid-sentence was my hope. Uh, the... Sick and thrall. <laughs> the boy leaps at the closest knoll and just run, starts running around and around his ankles and just strips off all of the skin off both ankles. Fucking The Christ. knoll falls screaming to the ground at this tiny ankle biter. Clutching its legs and crying. Laura, you're next. I need you to give me a wisdom saving throw for a stressful situation. Uh, wisdom saving throw. 18. Excellent. That is a success. Right. I'm going to cast Armour of Agathis to give myself five temporary HP. 
And if any creature hits me with a melee attack uh, while I have these extra hit points, they take five cold damage. Okay. So I currently have 15 HP, I believe. Okay, up your HP. Next will be the null that is beside the one that you just attacked, who is carrying a spear. And also you hear in the not-too-distant distance the sound of the other two gnolls who were beating the burlap sack uh, approaching. Each of them uh, is armed with a club and their teeth. And the one nearest to you is the one with the spear. And they uh, will attack Thrall. (gasps) Oh no! (laughs) Who is the one who's doing the actual attacking at the moment. We're for... Oh fucking hell. So the gnoll definitely hits and damage is... 1d8. 4. Oh, thank God. Okay, so the boy takes 4 damage. Okay, George, I believe it is you. Yeah. Okay, the two kobolds that attacked Thrall, that made me not very happy. The nearest one to me, I will start swirling my whip around, and as I uh, whip it in their, their direction, it starts bursting into flames, and it travels down the whip like a big old fiery bolt out the end of the whip this giant cone cone of fire shoots out into him burning hands um, and you're attacking the two that were guarding the door in the first instance what one of them not not oh, I, yeah I mean... the other one's on the floor crying having i just had his ankles ripped off so just to explain there's one on the floor that's had his ankles ripped off mm-hmm. the other one is the one that attacked thrall there are two approaching you from behind okay um that Null looks uh, shaken, and and some of its fur has been singed, and and it smells bad in here now. <laughs> um, yeah, burning hair does that. <laughs> yeah, I know from from first hand experience. Um, it's like someone's using a no no. Uh, so we are back at the beginning. We have Thrall, who has quite a lot of blood around his chops. Uh, you continue don't... to sick him, Thrall. <laughs> what the one that's crying? Uh, um, one of the others. Sick. One of the others. Okay, so the the one next to him. The yeah. One that, that George is just burned. Yeah. Sick, okay. sick that one. Okay. The boy leaps on the the second knoll that is nearest to you. Digs his feet claws into their lower back. Digs his left hand claws into their left hand shoulder, and makes one clean swipe across the back of its neck and severs its spine from its neck quite cleanly and precisely. And that knoll drops to the floor, and to respond to your good thrall, he sort of purrs, looks up at you and smiles and purrs slightly. Good thrall indeed. And I just give him a good, as a free action, I give him a good pet on the head. I will allow that as a free action. (laughs) And the other two gnolls are approaching from behind. Okay, so we've only got two currently still on their feet. There's currently two on their feet. They have just approached you from behind. It's my turn. Right. It's your turn. Okay. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to need a wisdom saving throw for... Stressful situations. Oh no. Stressful situation. Right. Uh, Go on. How stressful is this? Oh, 16. Pass, okay. I'm, I'm doing well at dealing with stress today, it seems. Oh, you are uh, somehow less stressed than usual. It must be those <laughs> fidget spinners you've got in your inventory. Hooray, two fidget spinners in my inventory. <laughs> I'm going to turn around and cast on one of the ones. Uh, of the ones running towards me, what are they armed with? Are they both just armed yeah, with melee stuff? Okay, yeah. neither of them has anything. 
ranged. Nope. I'm going to cast Vicious Mockery. Uh, and I'm going to cast this on Kobold 3, which is indistinct from Kobold 4. They're just the two kobolds running this way. I unleash a string of insults laced with subtle enchantments at a creature I can see within range. If it can hear me, it doesn't have to understand me. It takes 1d4 psychic damage and has disadvantage on its next attack roll before the end of its next turn. You kobold, you, 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 you're not very good at running, and your boss isn't very good at lying. Oh, that's um, my vicious string of insults. Do you Fuck have to you, roll kobold. Or is uh, it just something that No, happened? it just happens. Oh, actually, it so must succeed on the wisdom saving throw, there. sorry. Twelve? Um, I would need, uh, what's your spell casting done to charisma? So, I need charisma for uh, you. Charisma is... Uh, okay. Nine. It survived, because it was twelve. Uh, yeah, it was unsuccessful, unfortunately. Okay. So the null is in no way affected by your brutal swearing. Oh no. Okay. And they have now come within reach, and the first one is going to attack whichever one of you has more health. <laughs> uh, I have 15. Uh, we'll attack uh, Brilmara with a club. Okay, so the first one swings the club and you just feel the wind just going past your <laughs> nose. It completely misjudged the distance there. And the second one is going to take a swipe at Valerie. Brace yourself, you're about to get clubbed. <laughs> Ten. My armour class is twelve, so nice. get fucked, mate. So um, this one just swings the club and, and overbalances, completely misses you. Uh, far hmm. too much strength to it and, and is slightly off balance. So if you want to do a, a reaction to that, I will let you have An that. An attack of opportunity. Indeed. Yeah, sure, I whip the fucker. Is slightly less healthy than he was a moment ago. And now is your actual turn. Splendid. In that case, as I've just like made the attack, I'll try and make it so that my whip's still in contact with him. And through my whip, I cast... Shocking grasp. Lightning springs from hand whip to deliver a shock to a creature that I pick. Um, I make a melee spell attack against the target. I have an advantage on the attack roll if the target is wearing armor made of metal. Uh, they're not. They're not wearing. They're wearing cloth armor. Fair enough. Okay, so I need to make a. Um, I need to make a spellcasting attack. So it's a d20 plus five. So seventeen versus AC. I'm assuming. Uh, okay, AC is fifteen. Three points of damage. He's looking a bit bruised. Um, you hear more gnolls approaching. Um, and it is the boy. Boy, go for the, the one that was just attacked. The boy? Do you want to roll for the boy? Oh yeah, I'll roll for the boy. Sorry, what attack is the boy doing? Uh, just uh, just his on arm strike. Yeah. Okay. Oh my fucking god. Ooh. Right, okay. <laughs> um, that is definitely a hit. Um, he leaps on the back again, digs this time his feet claws into the lower back of the knoll, and then just starts tearing into the back of the knoll and wrenches out its lungs and holds them proudly oh my above God. him. <laughs> just, just blood is absolutely drip, dripping off him at the moment. He is just Fucking soaked hell. in blood and viscera, and he looks so pleased with himself. I, I give him the best <sighs> pat on the head, and I call him the goodest boy. He is the goodest boy. He is the goodest boy. Real Mara is you. It's my turn, and um, so that that was fatal. Uh, that's one killed, was it? Did yeah, you say? that one's that one's 
how to die. So we've got one one left that's currently in the room in combat range. I'm going to need a wisdom saving throw. Oh god, more stress saves. Right, come on, let's let's keep this roll going. Seven. Fail. So that's a point of stress, if you want to make a note of that somewhere. Okay, we've got one point of stress. Uh, okay, on the remaining one, I am going to cast Dissonant Whispers. And this is my second and only remaining level one spell slot. Okay. Uh, I whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of my choice within range can hear, racking it with terrible pain. The target must make a wisdom saving throw. So, uh, nine on a nine on a failed save, so that's a failed save for the kobold, takes 3d6 psychic damage and must immediately use its reaction, if available, to move as far away as its speed will allow from me. Doesn't automatically, like, walk into obvious death. So, 3d6. 17. Ouch. It has to run away from me as far as it can. The null... If it's still fucking standing. <laughs> the null grasps the size of its head and just starts screaming and, and howling <laughs> in, a, in a slightly dog-like fashion and, and runs around in circles a few times and then just starts charging off and almost runs into the boss null that is uh, heading in the opposite direction. This is the one that you were talking to earlier. So is this boss null mm. heading towards us? Heading towards you. You've come onto my property. You have killed. I mean, what have you done to these people? Well, you are savage like animals. Your men tried to attack us when we tried to leave with our money after deciding not to take part in a deal. Your it is men... my money. You give me my money. You do not leave here. No, it's not our money until we agree to a deal. Your men tried to murder us over it. We murdered them back. Over your dead bodies. With pleasure. And he pulls out a scimitar. I am I am up <laughs> for this fight. And then he pulls out another scimitar. Are you oh trying to God. tell us we should run? Is is because because I said I'd fight. You say one scimitar. I say I'll fight again. Second scimitar. This feels like a fight you don't want us to take part in. Oh no! I want you. To, I want you to do whatever you want to do. I want to fight him. Is boss throw wearing metal armor? Uh, a boss throw. A boss null has hang fight. Boss null jam gritty has um <laughs> a hide armor. <laughs> okay, so. You said earlier that we could hear additional footsteps coming our way. This, this was the this the footsteps? Is. Okay, so that we, as far as we can tell, there's no one else coming. This it was is... me you could hear. Everyone else around here is either tied up in burlap sack or slaving away tied to a table down the other end. There may be <laughs> others, but they are perhaps not aware of the situation at this time. I look. do not know what is happening for my voice. <laughs> so, look, here's, here's where we're at. We want to just leave and walk away. You saw what we did to them. We will murder you. If you try and kill us, we're going to murder you. You could just let us walk away and just say nothing more of this. Is that an intimidation check I smell? <laughs> I will not take these insults. You will die here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take this fucker's life. Okay. Madam Valerie, mm-hmm. how are you approaching? We have one very badly beaten looking knoll that is running in the opposite direction. They're fine. We don't have to worry about them. And we have Boss Null. So, you know the Boss Null, right? I know Boss Null. How far away is he? He's within striking distance. Splendid. 
is within striking distance. This is very fun voice. <laughs> I am quite enjoying this voice. I would quite like to voice Boss Noel. I get my whip. I um crack the whip in the Boss Noel's direction. And once again, streaks of fire travel down the whip. And the cone of fire sprays out towards the Boss Noel. <laughs> okay. Hit that boss knoll up, yo. 16 plus 5 is 21. Excellent. And then... Oh, no. That was not very dexterous, boss knoll. No. <laughs> Sit behind the desk most of my day. <laughs> I am more <clears throat> angry administrative knoll, perhaps. <laughs> was, was, was fighting three of us three on one maybe not a good idea? Not particularly de- dexterous, boss knoll. You will die for this insult. <laughs> Okay, in which case, 13 points of damage. He's staggered slightly. In the distance, you can still hear the sound of the previous knoll running away and screaming, which appears to perhaps have attracted more attention. Mm. But we know not what. Um, and we are back to the boy. Uh, what boy did Boy gone sick. I kind of want to say sick is sick, the, the remaining, the one that was running away, but I feel like sending the boy alone to deal with that problem might not be a good idea, so... And also it seems he's already alerted attention at this point. Yeah, thrall. Get boss boy. Did you want to roll for the boy? Yeah, I can roll for the boy. Uh, so what am I rolling? Just the unarmed strike. Unarmed strike. Ten. Against AC, no, that's a complete miss. And the boy is going to get kicked as an <gasps> attack of opportunity by the null. That's definitely a hit. Oh no. Um, and I believe it's 1 plus 1d4. Uh, boy takes 4 points of damage. So we are back around to uh, Bramara. Uh, okay, and uh, wisdom save. Uh, okay. <laughs> Eleven, is that enough to not get stressed? Nope, that's failing in. Oh, too stressed, okay. So, oh. And the difficulty increases, so it is becoming much harder. <laughs> okay. Okay, just something to keep in mind next round. Okay, I want to position myself between uh, between Boss Knoll and, and Thrall. I want to stand as a shield between the two of them. Okay. And I am going to attempt vicious mockery again. Yeah, Boss Noll, you are fucking terrible at this. You're so not dexterous. You're shit at dexterity. Fuck you. And what do we have to do? Uh, Wisdom saving throw. Seven. So you are hit by my vicious mockery, which will now do 1d4 psychic damage. You have a disadvantage on an attack roll before the end of your next turn. Uh, I do one damage. But you've got disadvantage on your next attack, so... You turn. Yeah, if nothing else, I did that. The Null is going to attack... Who hasn't? Have you not had any yet, Valerie? Hmm? Have you not had any attacks yet, Valerie? No, I have. Um, I go after the Null. If no, I, I mean... No, have you I... been attacked have you, yet? Have you been attacked yet? No. Equal no, distribution not. of violence. <laughs> 
<laughs> What's your AC? AC is 12, so one of the scimitars gets me. Well, no, because you've got disadvantage, so wouldn't they both hit you, miss you? Uh, yes, sorry, that's oh, a they... three and a two. Yeah, it's a three and a two, because you've got disadvantage, because of my vicious mockery. Hey. Very well. Uh, the null roars in anger at the complete <laughs> miss of this tax, having proven my vicious insults correct by failing to have the dexterity to hit someone with two scimitars. The null is seriously questioning everything about his life. At this point. Splendid dungeon, mistress. Thanks. I, I'm might a I, time, might so. I now, might I now in this instance have an opportunity to attack? Um, you can have an attack. Okay, I'll do a little bit of a cheeky whipping on him. Usually, I do the cheeky whipping. Um, no, that is a fail. So we are back to the boys. George, would you like to roll for the boy? Yes, sure. Boy, gonna do an angry attack as usual. An angry attack. That boy. Angry. 14. Let's do an unarmed strike. Five. Oh, not too bad. That's pretty alright. Yeah, I mean, that's literally the best he could do. (laughs) So. My turn. I'm gonna cast Vicious Mockery again on the boss knoll. So, Wisdom Saving Throw. 19. Yeah, you. You avoid that nicely. The knoll reaches into a, a pouch at his waist and chugs down a health potion. Um, well, I've used up all my, my big meaty spells now, so what I'm going to do is crack my whip in the direction of Big Boss Knoll and much in a similar way to the, um, the streaks of fire, sort of shocking bolts of lightning travel down the, uh, the whip and directly into him for a casting of shocking grasp. Wowza. Wow! I don't think it was very effective. We are back to the boy. Oh, I know what I can do to uh, bring this combat to a swift end, I think. Thrall's turn. What's Thrall going to do? What is Thrall going to That's do? a good point. We can... <laughs> I always forget we have the weird nebulous thing of who controls Thrall. Uh, attack the boss. Seven. That is a mess. He gets within range to do his unarmed strike and gets kicked in the face. Mm. Uh, so let's have a, an attack of opportunity from the null. What, just a strength roll? Yeah. Seven. Uh, what's the boy's armor class? Seventeen. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> How is he so strong? Buff boy. <laughs> he's buff boy. He's been working out. <laughs> he is scrawny buff boy. Um, so he, he's, he's been working out by completely obliterating people. <laughs> Apparently so. He gets uh, kicked in the face and moves backwards, but just gives the boss knoll a look in the eye that just says, <laughs> and what exactly? So, it's what, my turn now? It is your turn. Um, let's have a, a wisdom saving throw. Oh god, more stress rolls. Uh-huh. 19, is that enough to not get that stressed? Is that is enough. That okay, I'm you. only on two stress. Oh god, okay, thank you. <laughs> I have a plan of how to go about this now. Ooh. Oh no, I don't have any level one spell slots <laughs> left. I was going to try and cut... Okay, I'll tell you what I was planning. I was th- If I had a spell slot left, I was going to go Unseen Servant... And get my invisible servant to go grab the warhammer and start running in a different direction with it to use as a distraction to possibly sidestep this. But we might have to actually like finish fighting something to the end this time. It seems that's okay. very likely. What a what a shame that would be. Okay, so I'm going to use thaumaturgy. I can have up to three of its effects um, at once, and I'm gonna have 
from three different points, like one on the left, one on one on the right, and one behind the boss. So from three different sides, I want the sound of like an uh, like an encroaching army to come, and I'm just gonna shout at the boss. We did our job. We stalled long enough that backup can get here. Do you really want to fight this off now? Some <laughs> intimidation. See what you got for that. Yeah, that's yes, the question. Is, that is am smart. I being deceptive or intimidating by making the sound of three armies and trying to tell him to, to run away? It is a deception, I feel. And it's the, the same thing on, on all of them. Deception three. <laughs> There's no way deceived by your cheap tricks. Oh, I your such... cheap tricks, they insult me. I'm... Your accent, it insults me. And probably anyone who lives in the... The, the eastern section the of your eastern block. Yes. Okay, so with my... <laughs> with another completely failed attempt to uh, do anything in this uh, this fight. Time for you to come back, isn't it? It is. Boss. Um, and now without a uh, disadvantage. So, um, the Null attacks Rilmara. Um, uh, is this Boss Null that's attacking me? This is Boss me? Null. Oh, well, uh, by, is this a, uh, a melee attack? These are double melee attacks, yes. Okay, well, double melee attack, you take ten points of cold damage. Because for each melee attack you do while I have my armour of Agathis up, and I still have my five bonus hit points... You take uh, five cold damage, so that's five, cold, so ten, five, so five ten each, total. ten total, yeah. Okay, right. I was concerned for a No, no, no. Five, five each attack, ten total. Uh, are you, uh, what is it, just standard attacks with the scimitars? Yeah, they are, yes. So what, 13 and 14 yes. against my AC is 12. So both hits. They do both hit, unfortunately. Right. Um, okay, so I take what, 8 damage? 8 damage. That's fine, I lose my, my bonus uh, HP. Alright, I'm, I'm still looking good enough. Down to 7. That's fine, I, d- I dealt some actual damage this time. You did. <laughs> By being attacked. Uh, Valerie? Hello. What, what, what's occurring? I think I'm going to uh, shocky whip him again with a um, with a with a shocking grasp. Twenty-two. Excellent. Yeah, that's definitely the hey. damage there. There we go. The damage is ah oh, two points of damage. He's <laughs> definitely bleeding and bruised, but still mm. very, very, very cross. I am going to crush you like a bug or die trying. <laughs> I think it's going to be the latter at this rate, particularly after what Thrall's hopefully about to do. If you kill me, there will be others. Yeah, well, if we kill you, we don't die. You came into my warehouse, you have destroyed my troops, you have sullied my floor with their blood. You you insult me by striking me. I am a legitimate business person, and you, you do this to me. Legitimate business person, I will make you an offer right now. I'll give you a thousand gold if you just admit that this the, the hammer you've got is fake. We have the real hammer. <laughs> it's not what you were selling us, is it? Okay, uh, he rolls deception. Seven. No. <laughs> you can tell that the item he presented before you was not, in fact, the hammer. Yeah, see, I told you. You talk about... You give us all this stick about, oh, we come in here and don't trust you as a legitimate business person. You tried to sell us something that was fake. You had your opportunity to just 
veracity of the item. Yeah, and we told you we weren't comfortable that it was a, ver- a verified item, and we tried to walk away, and your men tried to kill us. Very well. For the 6,000, plus the 1,000 that you promised me for, for being honest with you. <laughs> for the 6,000, then, we will do business. How about this? 5,000, plus the 1,000 I promised you for being honest, right? Because you've messed us around, so we're knocking it down to 5,000. And you give us the actual real one this time, not the fucking thing you tried to sell us a minute ago. Persuasion? <laughs> I, I rolled a zero. I rolled a natural one <laughs> with a minus one. Do you want to jump in here and try and say no, no, no. something more persuasive than what I did? You have insulted me. Hey, 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 hey. What? Hey. Do you want people? Listen here, right? We are going to do business with you at the the stated parameters given by my business associate. And if we do not do business in such a fashion and you try and fucking start anything again, I am going to slowly chop you up into little bits and make sure that you feel every cut. Intimidation check. (laughs) Sake. We are really bumbling our way through your this threat, today. Your threats are hollow, pathetic. You give me the six thousand, and I let you leave with your lives. Uh, you give us the hammer, and we let you leave with yours. Can I try and intimidate? I failed to persuade. Can I try and intimidate? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> six. <laughs> let's okay, just kill let's him. Get let's, back just, to kill again. let's just let's just kill him. We um, tried. We tried to let you leave with your life. Oh boy, here we go <laughs> kill him I again. came into this episode fully intending to murder. <laughs> Welcome to Slaughter Armor. Um uh, Thrall attacks nine. Against my AC that is nothing. And it's <laughs> oh. within striking distance. So once again the null do Natch 20. That's double damage. This Noll is very good at, like, attacking when it has opportunities to. Something that the rest of us are apparently not very good at. Apparently not. Uh, Okay, down to two health, so... Right, okay, so it's your go, Bromara, and I need a wisdom saving throw from you. Uh... (laughs) 20. Success. Okay, this is good because the last thing we need right now is for me to have a bit of a moment. That wouldn't be ideal right now. Uh, so with my turn, I'm going to attack the boss. I'm debating whether to try and do something different with my Thaumaturgy. <laughs> Making sounds from fake places didn't do the trick. I'm going to try and intimidate him one more time, but I'm going to do it with Thaumaturgy backing me up. So I'm going to boom my voice to three times its normal volume. And make the floor, like the ground underneath us, shake. And cause any unlocked doors and windows to slam open and shut. While I shout at him. You're going to do the deal with us and you're going to give us the actual Warhammer. Now! And I roll intimidation. 14. No. Uh, it's only medium difficult. I'm not oh, I'm, I'm, I'm aware. I'm aware that this is me messing up. I'm trying. Okay. Um, in your shouting, one of the boxes falls off from the top of the piles, and what 
appears to be very similar to one of the Grumpspraiser floor jaw weapons, which you may be familiar <laughs> with. It's basically a, a bear trap that can oh, take no. your entire leg off. But this appears to be much less quality. The side of the box says Grumpsh happier trap on the side. This is, is clearly a cheap knockoff, and as it hits the ground, it <laughs> explodes, and the two bits of the jaws just go flying over the top of you, and I will need uh, dexterity saving throws from everyone, please. Dexterity saving throws, right. Okay. 15, oh, no. and the, the, the boy. boy is 5. Okay, um... I got a three. One d six each. No, no. Do I do I avoid that or am I hit? You've avoided at fifteen. I will allow that as a as a medium pass. Uh, George, you take three damage. Yep. Thrall takes four damage. So the boy is incapacitated. Oh no, Um, boy! So he needs to make death Uh, saving death save. Yeah. Or you have um. As soon as I have a chance, I'm going to be doing the. healing what is it what's the spell i've got um spare the dying spare the dying yeah as soon as i get a chance i'm gonna save the dying now we are back to null attacking madame valerie okay oh heck one of those is a hit i believe yep one of them is poor damage i am incapacitated Uh, okay hmm so i need to make a death save oh it's a fail okay so that's one failure for you That's okay. We'll, we'll we'll make this work. We will survive. Final chance. I've had enough of you. You make the deal. You leave with the item. You we leave with the real item, not you... the one you're trying to offload. Give me the money and get out. Give us the warhammer and you can take the money. Fine, I will kill you all. I'm uh... pretty sure if we went back without the money or the or or the hammer or went back with the fake hammer, we would be dead. <laughs> Look. Do you really want to be the person that like? Do you want to have all this blood on your hands? Do you want the polyarmory coming after you after you with people more experienced than us? You've already had this many people die. Do you really, really want this to keep going? Do you do you not just want to do a decent business deal and let us go? Because the mess if you if you kill us is going to be far worse than this. You have blood in your hands. Look at the state of my floor. I have had so many bad rolls today. I have not had a good roll, like, all night. Oh, no. The dice are not in my favour. The Noel raises both of his scimitars over his head as if that he is going to just cause the most almighty strike down on you and literally behead you with <laughs> with scimitar scissors. <laughs> yeah. And at that precise, precise moment, there is the most almighty crash at the far end of the warehouse. There is wood splintering, there is a massive rumble, there is a sound of something animal groaning, and the knoll turns to find out exactly what is happening. You have a moment to decide what you would like to do. I cast Spare the Dying on uh, on George, and... We grab Thrall and run. In my delirium of being on the brink of death, but vaguely conscious, I just do what I'm told. So you cast by the Dying, you stabilise um, George. Are you just leaving? Grab, Grabbing Thrall. Grabbing Thrall. And grabbing Thrall and running. <laughs> um, grabbing Thrall, you've still got the money? Yep, we've still got the money. Still got the money. We've not paid anything you to anyone. You go running out of the warehouse 
you see behind you something possibly boss Noel just comes flying out of a, a skylight window at the top of the building and just splashing into the river. There is the oh. sounds of people screaming attached to chains as if they are unable to escape, being horribly <laughs> butchered by something large and dangerous. Um, oh my god. What are you going to do? Hide. For now, you're gonna find somewhere to hide. Okay. I think I think we find somewhere to hide where we can hopefully still see the building. Because in a perfect mm. world, when this thing is no longer in the building or tires itself out, we can go back and get that warhammer. We're not fighting this thing, but let's just watch what happens from a safe, hidden distance. Just spare the dying. I think it, we will have a, a death saving throw for the boy. If you would, George. Mm-hmm. Oh That's no. That's another failure. So two failures for the boy. Oh no. Do we have any healing things with us? Nope. Nope. Okay. <gasps> Gulp. I can try and make a medicine check to stabilise. Ooh. Yes, you could use your action for that now that you're stable. Okay. Fingers crossed. Eleven. Yeah. Okay. Hooray, so it's stable. Oh, thank fuck for that. I mean, obviously it is my job to present you with the challenges, but I've always been worried right from the beginning that you were all quite squishy. Well, we tried to not be squishy. We tried to murder things this time. You complained that we were And you did, and at the end you of this, I we... shall level you all yes. up. You complained that we weren't fighting enough things, and we were too squishy, so we tried to fight a thing, and we almost got ourselves killed, because we're very squishy. You did. Okay, so around you, all around you are familiar faces. One out places. One out places. One out, yeah. <laughs> and the, around you, there is the sound of destruction and violence and death um, of people unseen. There are more things being hurled through the skylights, um, smashing just rampant destruction. Something is probably having at it. In you are all stable and conscious, but really looking rough and desperately clinging to each other, I would imagine. Behind yep. this rock. Mm. After a long while of this, you yeah. see something big and just bulky as hell and humanoid, but you're not sure exactly what. It has green skin and seems to have lines over it in various places. Its proportions are strange. Uh -huh. um, it just smashes out the front door uh, or a hole big enough to fit it it out of where the front doors and just uh, wanders off through the, the cave network of the Underdark in a direction that oh. is not towards you. So That's good. Uh, you two who are just like on death's door, you just wait here for a second. Are you cool with that? Or is this a bad idea? Okay. I'm getting the look that this is a bad idea. No you're not. But, <laughs> okay, here's, here's the question. Do we go back with the money and just like say look we're done whatever or do we go in there and we try and find that hammer now that everything in there's dead and the thing that's killed everyone isn't in there anymore that's a bad plan <laughs> why is that a bad plan there's nothing in there because now. we're all because two two thirds of us are dying ah <sighs> you see the null boss floating face down in the water well like face yeah, in the water oh I, th I think this is a good idea. I think this is a perfectly good idea. Mm -hmm. Are you not convinced? Um, I've got like a whole no, 7 no, HP. I'm not. I could totally uh, go in and get the, the Warhammer. Well, you could, but you might die and I don't want that. Okay, to fine. Let's go home. Let's, let's go, go home. get somewhere that we can have a long rest and put the money back and at least tell the boss that the, ha the Warhammer is now 
accessible, probably. Okay, so we head back, uh, try and head back towards the polyarmory. You head back to town. You have Thrall on your back as like a little tiny backpack, conscious, but really, really fucked up. You are trying to prop Madame Valerie up as you limp back towards the polyarmory. Mm. The kobolds seem to be looking a bit warily at you, but you are very close to the polyarmory by the time you see any of them. Good, good. You go into the polyarmory and Venurak looks at you <laughs> with a, a confused and somewhat concerned face. Things did not go according to plan. Really? You yeah. surprised me. Yeah. So here's the short version. That 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 boss that boss that you were making the deal with was trying to sell you a fake weapon. We tried to back out of the deal. They tried to murder us. They very almost did. We didn't die. We have your money. Everyone there's dead. Because some crazy monstrous thing came out of a portal there? And killed everything. Right. Oh, oh, okay. So, no yeah. sign of Modratar. Any any evidence it was there at all? Uh, we have we have the boss's word that it was there, but we also know the boss has, the boss admitted to trying to pawn a fake off on us. So you know, if it's it, it might still be there in that abandoned building, but we were too de- like we are too close to death to go look for it in there. The fake that he had responded to the to the hash stone. Something felt wrong about the deal, and he did admit later that it was fake. So we so it, it we fake. all yeah. He wanted us to buy a fake. He had a very convincing fake that the hash stone would have. If we just trusted the hash stone, we'd have bought a fake. I'm gonna have to let Ed Office know about this. I am mm. concerned that the gnolls are messing around with us. Oh, on top of that, they tried to get 2,000 gold more out of you than uh, what you'd agreed to. They they were uh, trying to get eight grand, not six. Yeah, it sounds like you did the best thing to come back with the money you had. Yeah. I'm glad you made mm. it. Yeah, our intention was to just, like, turn around and come back to you with the money. We didn't intend to kill anyone, but uh, we, we got very surrounded, and there were scimitars, and uh, we're alive with the gold. We did that much. And this thing you say that attacked them... And it, you reckon it came out of a pool? It's best guess. Best guess we've got. It was big. It was powerful, and they clearly weren't expecting it. When we walked in, I could hear portals going off in the distance. People using portals I can only assume the sheer scale of the thing that it must have come out of one because it wasn't just tucked around the corner with how aggressive it was being. Large humanoid, a bit bulky, had stripes on its face. Odds, uh, not something I, yeah. I recognise. Mm. Right, get get yourselves off to bed. I don't want you dying on the shop floor. And mm-hmm. I'll need you to mop down here tomorrow because you're bleeding. Yeah, like, look, if you want to go there, the place is torn up. The weapon might be there, but we came back with the money. We've got a couple more hours till closing time. I can't just leave the shop unguarded. So mm. we'll, we'll have to hope that it is still there tomorrow. I will send you back after you've... Add a bit of a rest. I think we all collapse into bed, thankful that the benevolent, whatever benevolent god is deciding the fate of our characters, decided to let us survive another day. I imagine that Lufik was probably smiling down upon you all. Uh, yes, thank you, Lufik, who is definitely not someone sat right next to me who made very benevolent choices on our behalf so that this story could continue. 
Bromara, what are you talking about? Ah, uh, n- nothing. Nothing. I'm delirious from the near death. Let's go to bed. You collapse to bed. You have yourselves a long rest. Mm. Ah, mm. Next, next time we level up and get less squishy, please. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you very much for joining us. Join us again sometime. Laura, where can we find you on the internet? Laura K. Buzz pretty much everywhere. There you go, nice and simple. And George? Uh, you can go to jaffamaister.com and from there you can find all of my content. Or you can also go to at jaffamaister on Twitter. I can be found on SoundCloud as Magnets, on Twitter as at maniacjaniac, on YouTube, I believe I'm actually as Silly Pook Monster, which is ridiculous. That's P-O-O-K Monster. <laughs> I need some unified branding. Um, you can find just about everything I do on stonemonkeyradio.wordpress.com because I'm too cheap to have my own web address. That's fine. I was laurakbuzz.wordpress.com for the longest time. High five. Yes. <laughs> yes, I have recently put up a new episode of the program, which is my horror-themed ASMR show. Uh, if you want to check that out, uh, it's on SoundCloud and YouTube. Join us again sometime on another episode of Polyarmory. Thank you very much. Bye. Why don't you just, like, completely do the theme tune beatboxed in that style? That would be really cool. Fighting death and human horse, Thorson tried to kill them all. They escaped the vile moor. Now polyamory store. <laughs> polyamory. <laughs> That's fucking amazing. <laughs> Thank you. That was.